Welcome to another edition of the CJ McCollum Show. We are recording live in Lucas Oil Stadium. Yes, yes. Football stadium. Yeah, it's on my bucket list. What's on your bucket list? Uh, Not only my Browns winning a world championship, but coming here and watching my Browns uh, play a football game is definitely on my bucket list and something that I'm I'm really looking forward to. In Indianapolis. Uh, I have a goal. I have a dream. I have aspirations of attending all of the stadiums. I think that's attainable for you. I'm getting close. I'm, I'm at like 13 right now. Oh, I did, okay. Now I'm following you. Yeah. Like this is something that you're actually doing. Uh, watching your Browns actively. in every stadium. And this actively. is still on the list. Actively. And it doesn't necessarily have to be my Browns, but it makes it better when it is. Yeah. Uh, it's more excitement for me. It's crazy, though. Being in this stadium makes you realize like how big football stadiums are. Because yeah. right now they've cut they've cut the the field in half to set up for this court that's going to be the All Star Celebrity Game mm-hmm. and the Saturday night um, activities, dunk contest, three point shooting, all of that. Um, it's exciting to be yeah. here. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I love Indianapolis. I think they do a great job of putting on events. Yes, I like the ease of the city. How easy it is to get from place to place hotel nicer than i expected um oh, okay food i had a good for you fried chicken sandwich <laughs> fried glad, chicken glad sandwich. it is for you fried i guess i guess it's sandwich. understandable fried chicken sandwich at lunch uh good start looking forward to <laughs> you know knocking out some meetings learning more about what the nba has to offer there's a lot of different events uh over the course of the weekend from the tech summit to other brunches where is that what you're gonna do the tech summit yeah i'll speak on the tech summit panel uh i think this year's this year's focus is on health and wellness mm-hmm. centered around uh, wearables, technology, and, and things of that nature. I think every year it's different stuff, but I'll be speaking about wearables and technology. And then I'm also on a mental wellness um, uh, Are you doing, are you, are you wearing technology right now, like w- as you play? No, no. I mean, we practice with different wearables to kind of track movement, track patterns, track uh, force, miles, just kind of figure out how much energy I'm exerting throughout a day-to-day basis. But this is more... The angle I'm going to attack is more like sleep-based, uh, from like Aura Rings to just different apps oh, yeah. that I download that track my sleep, hours of sleep, how often I'm in my rim, I set goals, I have like white noise, I have like this routine I go through before I go to bed. So just that's like the, the angle that I'm pr- probably going to take just because it's it's more of my day-to-day and the sleep is just so important for me. Did you start that in the bubble? Because they gave everybody Aura Rings in the bubble and I didn't get one because I didn't. <laughs> follow through i actually seen cp endorsing it on instagram and i reached out to him and i was like yo you tell me about these oar rings he's like you got to try it long story short he ends up sending me some oar rings and that's mm. when i started wearing them but i actually lost my charger so i got to get another one for my not charger. sponsored uh not sponsored. but if you want to or <laughs> ring espn tournament challenge is here and guess what i'm doing my bracket right now making picks predicting upsets Winning my bracket group and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks. Predicting upsets. Winning my bracket group and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. 
presented by Capital One. Um, interesting you're talking about player tracking. Right now, we're in front of this court, which is an LED court. What do you yep. think of it? Um, I think it's cool so far, just walking on it, shooting on it, and just seeing the graphics and the different things you can kind of display on it. It's interactive, and I think from a, a fan standpoint and a consumer standpoint, they're going to enjoy you know, what it has to offer. It's so unique and so different than playing on a wood floor. Obviously, I haven't played on it. I just shot some jumpers, but I think the future is bright with it, and I'm interested in seeing the feedback from players and fans and, and people who Did are. Did it feel the same? It felt different. It felt, felt different. Obviously, I don't have my orthotics yeah. in. I'm not loose. I'm not out here working out. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to really just see the feedback yeah. uh, on what players think. There'll be a celebrity game here. Yes, I'm hosting it. I actually I have a tracking device on me right now um, for those who are watching on YouTube um, because part of you know the beginning of the game, I'm going to show how it's tracking the players as they're playing throughout the game so celebrity game is going to be our first taste of this led core and then of course the saturday night activities which you know the dunk contest i'm interested to see what kind of graphics they do for that um what do you think of the dunk contest we touched on it a little bit um you let's, know last let's just remind everyone out there who's in the dunk contest okay jalen brown okay which is a big deal to have a max player an all-star and this is what he said he goes i'm you know, I grew up watching elite caliber, caliber players in the dunk contest. He wants to bring that back. Do you think he can? Do you think him participating is going to start something, maybe ignite some other guys having interest? I hope that it does. I hope that it does. JB is very athletic, obviously highest paid player in NBA history in terms of his last deal. All-star plays for the beloved Boston Celtics or they hated Boston Celtics, depending on where you live. <laughs> um, I'm I'm excited about watching him dunk. He's got he's got a lot of power. Two foot two foot dunker that I've seen a lot throughout the year. Can dunk off one foot. So I'm interested in seeing what dunks he goes with because there's so many dunks that have been done up to this point. The combination of power and finesse is necessary. I don't think he's too tall. You know, some guys are so tall in the dunk contest, the dunks don't look as cool. I think that he's at that height where like it'll still look fluid and and he's got a chance. But I think the sleeper is the guy from Miami. I think he's the sleeper. Jaime Hawkins Jr. I've seen some dunks of his in private. Well, um, he's actually participated in a dunk contest, unlike Jalen Brown. Mm -hmm. He won it um, in high school, I believe. <laughs> still, it still counts. It counts. Still counts. He was still in counts. a dunk contest. He made those dunks, and he won. I think he's got some sneaky dunks. He's got sneaky athleticism. There's some dunks that he's done that I think the crowd will be very receptive to. Um, and then Mac McClung, obviously. Yeah, he might win it again. Uh, yeah. Short, athletic, crowd favorite, creativity through the roof last year. Shout out to my guy Trey Murphy. Trey lost to him last year. Oh, yeah. It was a great dunk contest. Yes, yeah, a great dunk contest. Um, I was thinking he was going to try to come back and like make yeah. another run at it. I thought he was too, but uh, maybe down the road, maybe Jalen Brown will bring this back and he'll come back in years um, to Yeah, and then uh, the other guys, uh, we have one more, T Jacob Toppin. So oh. that's another thing. It's it's not Obi Toppin. Toppin. It's it's <laughs> Jacob Toppin, which Toppin. is which is interesting because it's like you got two guys who are you're predominantly in the G League, mm -hmm. and so it's another kind of sign of hey, you know, Jalen Brown's trying to yeah. make it a relevant uh, to the NBA player um, situation. So we'll see. Uh, are, who are you going with, Steph or Sabrina, in the special three point contest? Steph, respectfully. Um, Greatest shooter to touch a basketball. Stage is high. Stakes are high. He yeah. delivers consistently. 
Um, Sabrina's a great shooter in her own right, but I don't, I don't, I don't see him losing. Um, not, not, not when it's a head-to-head like this. Yeah. I don't see him losing. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna. Uh, that, that I'd be, I'd be interested to see what kind of like tension is involved. Not, you know, just like competition yeah. in terms of uh, that kind of tension. And the lights are gonna get really bright in here. It's gonna get really bright. It's hard shooting by yourself, but he's done it before. He's been yeah. successful in he's that Steph realm. Curry. She has as well, and. I think the key will be whoever goes second. Yeah. Who goes second? Because then you know what you need to get. Yeah. I. You know what? So so a lot of these guys in the dunk contest were basically talking about how everything's been done before. But yeah. I think I think they're going to use this court to try to add to, you know, the mystique yeah. of their dunks. I don't know how. <laughs> like you have any, still dunk, dunk. any dunk recommendations? No, I don't. I don't. Do maybe, you? Maybe a pass from the crowd into something. Like I don't I don't know what else you can do that hasn't been done. No, um, I don't either. Power up and dunk. I no, don't know. I don't have anything. That's why I'm not in it. Do you, uh and then the and then the game on Sunday. Are you happy that they went back to East West? No more um, you know, picking teams the day I of. I think I think there was just conversations about the time that it took to pick teams the day of the game. I think that was one of the things that you know, kept coming up in conversations that it takes a long time for the game to get started. I remember watching last year um, and just thinking to myself, this is taking a very, very long time <laughs> to start. Um, I could imagine what it's like to play when you warm up and then you have to go through that and get stiff and then you try to start up again, especially after 30. It's got to be a little difficult on the joints. I know, <laughs> right, I know right. Brian doesn't appreciate that. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's a good way to kind of get the game started. And then you get some of the best players in the Western Conference playing against the Eastern Conference for bragging rights. Um, those things matter. I think, I think the fans will enjoy it. It was cool to have Eastern and Western Conference teams or players playing together, representing their teams respect, respectfully, but... I think it'll be cool. It'll be cool to go back to the to the West versus the East as a as a player of the Western Conference. I think the West is going to win. Yeah, um, just, just is what it is. Who's going to be your MVP then? Whoever takes it the most seriously. Um, <laughs> okay. Some guys are you know looking forward to the festivities. Some yeah. guys are coming in you know a little more tired than normal. Right. Eyes maybe a little bit more low than normal. Uh, lack of sleep and yeah. travel and just. All the things that you do during All-Star break. So right. th- those guys are the ones that don't win MVP. Yeah, I, I don't think LeBron's going to try to go for MVP. He's just there for a good time. It's his 20th MVP. Not in Indiana, but there is a chance that he goes for it in California in years to come. I, I, my guess is that Steph wins it in the Bay next year, and oh. LeBron will be 40, what, 41 or 42 it by the time it's in L.A.? Yeah. That's crazy, and he probably wins it in two years. Um, uh, speaking of LeBron and Steph, what did you think of that report that uh, the Warriors tried to convince LeBron to join join the Warriors? I thought it was Woj funny. and Ramona report. I thought it was very funny. Uh, there was a lot of reports about calls, cold calling other GMs and organizations to, to inquire about Shoot players. your shot. And I thought the, the funny part was that they countered with asking for Embiid. <laughs> 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 the counter was yes, no, no, but what about but what about, what about Embiid? Is he available? <laughs> is he I thought that was pretty funny. It right. sounds very accurate about how yeah. how the trade deadline generally goes, but you have to try to position yourself to be better. And LeBron is a guy that makes teams better, obviously, Embiid. And you think that would have been a good fit? I mean, they would have to give up a lot of their young guys. LeBron can fit anywhere, um, and so can Joel Embiid. The, the way those guys play, you build around them and you move pieces 
to fit around them. So if if he comes in and he and he's a a fixture of your future or your, or your present for that matter, you figure out how to make it work. You surround it with shooters, surround it with, with defense, or whatever the case may be. But I thought it was funny that Draymond tried to get him allegedly tried to get him on the Golden State Warriors to inquire about playing with yeah. Steph. The funny part that I seen from some of those tweets are that Draymond doesn't know that he was in the trade. That was probably <laughs> the funniest tweet that I seen. Um, Right. Not saying that he was, but like right, no, right, right, I thought right. that it was funny that people were insinuating that like the trade doesn't work without you being in it. <laughs> right. Uh, which right. Is, we were trying to get there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would have wanted to see that. LeBron where? In, in the Bay? With Steph and the Warriors. Like, I don't know if I would Must see TV. Uh, is it? Who do you give up for LeBron? Let's talk about That's it. What it. Let's walk us through this trade. What you gotta it? give fifty million. You gotta you got fifty million. You gotta be close. So Kaminga. it's gotta be at least forty-eight. You gotta million. give all your young guys. Kaminga is not gonna make enough money, right? So you need a you need a a big piece in Wiggins. this trade. It's gotta be a Claire Wiggins. Has, has a lot of money on his. It's thirty or forty right there. It's gotta be two of them in a in a yeah player. But what about picks? First round picks. Clay. You send those three. I don't know. There was actually real reporting. You can go read. <laughs> go read Ramona and Woj. <laughs> you said you sent those three. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think it would have been very interesting to see LeBron next to Steph. Um, would have been very interesting to see the dynamic of Brian coming off pick and roll, Steph being like the role replace guy. Do you think he that Steph kicks? is his number one rival in his career? I think the Celtics being in the Eastern Conference for so long and playing against those Celtics. I think that was when he went from young man to grown man, like yeah. battling them. Obviously started with the Pistons and him kind of overcoming that. But beating those Celtics and him really just kind of displaying his overall game, right? He had to go against Paul Pierce and all of those guys. They talked a lot about how he wasn't a closer and all those things. And he kind of showed them that not only can I score in the paint, I can hit jump shots when it matters in the playoffs. And, you know, he had that 40-point double double um so his rival is a whole team not there's not one you don't think there's i think one guy him and steph have had some great battles against each other but it doesn't it's just something about him him playing against those subjects that like it's it's, the memories are very vivid now if you asked him he would just say that it was just competitive and that he just you know did what he had to do but do you feel like it's a it's a a rivalry between him and steph they've met in the finals how many times now Three? Four. 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 Four? So, I I mean, in terms of, like, it doesn't necessarily need to be, like, there's obviously no beef between them, but it's just who throughout his career has given him the most challenge. I think Steph has been in the way the most in terms of him achieving you know some of the milestones that he's been wanting to achieve and then also in terms of like global superstar Steph is the only one close to him yeah yeah and throughout that, his career in that regard you're 100% right in terms of influence status global phenomenon the guy who revolutionized the game of basketball in terms of shooting he got kids wanting to shoot from half court aau games kids are crossing half court pointing at the line trying to shoot from far out shooting and running away from the ball like that that impact and influence he's had is is greatly felt and then you look at the fact that like you said before they have a dynasty the warriors were a dynasty still are a dynasty um maybe towards the back end of the dynasty but consistently going to the the finals consistently being a part of those championship conversations, winning a back-to-back. Did they win it three times in a row? 
No, two. Two and in a row. They, and then there was the Katie Celtics, and then the yeah. I mean, and then the Cavs won, and then the Warriors won. So history shows that they have met consistently, especially in the past few years. Even when Brown was in Cleveland, like those were those were some epic moments. Some injuries obviously derailed the Cavs, but Brown probably put on his best playoff performance in that in that you know I hate to call it the J.R. Smith game, but the game you know where he had the fifty point triple double. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, speaking of the finals, after this hump, because this is not the midway point. We're past the games we're, left for us. We're past the midway point. Um, so let's let's start with with the Pelicans. How are we feeling? Um, little Pelican brief. Yeah, twenty six games to go. I think we're eleven games over five hundred. We've had some some interesting games down the stretch of our pre all-star season playing some undermanned teams teams that have a lot of injuries teams that are maybe towards the bottom of the standings and um, are competing at a high level in terms of the energy and effort they put forth but not necessarily getting the results that they want so those are always challenging games and we've gone through that and luckily we've been able to win some ugly games but yeah won three straight you guys are uh, 11 games over 500 yeah those three straight ugly games glad they're over glad we moved on to the break but I think coming out of the break we got five and seven playing some good teams we understand that there's only 26 games left and no real room for error like you have to win games against teams that are under 500 you got to win at home got to go steal some games in the road and be really competitive against the upper echelon in, in terms of the eastern and, and western conferences so uh for us to for us to honestly avoid the playing game we're going to need 48 to 51 wins so we got we got some work to do we're going to need at least 15 more 15 out of these 20 15 out of these 26 so that's 15 and 11, if my math does me right, uh, that gives us 48 wins. So 17 wins gives us 50. So that would be nice. So it would be nice to get, you know, 50 wins this year. I don't, I don't think they've had that in a while. And that really gives you a chance to play home games in the playoffs and not have to worry about the playing, especially based on the, the win rate we're seeing right now at the top of the Western Conference, 34 wins, 36 wins. They're running a race, one, two, three, four. They're running a real race right now. And for us to get separation from Phoenix, um, yeah. from some of those teams around the Sacramento, we really got – we <laughs> we can't afford bad losses. No, no, right. Down the stretch. And we got to stay healthy. So those are the two goals for us, being being healthy and avoiding bad losses because that's a recipe for the playing game or beyond. And speaking of healthy, you know, because of injuries, Zion has yet to play in a playoff game. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, like – that's hitting you is crazy. Um, how you know? How do you feel like he's looking right now, and you, you three as a whole are gelling? Z looks good, man. This is the best I've seen him look um, probably since I've been with him in terms of comfort, consistency in his work ethic, uh, availability. Uh, you see the switch coming on in games where he's moving fast, finishing through contact playing long stints seven eight nine minutes in a row which is hard to do especially with his usage sometimes throughout when we go point zion and he's handling the ball he's creating plays for himself and others blocking shots it's all coming into form and he talked about it post game the other night he said this is probably the second time in my career i've played this late into a season i'm starting to feel good i have a rhythm i have a flow and i relish the opportunity to compete at a high level and this is fun like i live for the competitive nature of the basketball game so He's enjoying his break now. He's getting. He's still getting his work in. He said. He's, he said he set some early tea time so he could golf after his <laughs> workouts, and he's focused. He understands what what we I didn't have. Know he golfed. 
Yeah, he's a golfer. It's a lot, a lot you don't know swing? about. I get him on here eventually. I don't know why I'm like picturing a Charles Barkley swing. Zeke, but Zeke, Zeke can. It's just a lot of I've muscle seen, to like. I've seen video of him hit the ball. It's pretty good. It's nice. He golfs. Okay. He golfs. Tee times. He that's his that's his therapy. He loves golfing and um, he's in a really good he's in a really good mental state. Everybody's getting the proper time they need to get away because they understand what we're coming back to. We're coming back to some dog fights. We're coming back to, you know, that probably wasn't the right analogy because um, I, I have a puppy. Yeah, but yeah. we're coming back. <laughs> we're coming back to some battles and to some real battles against good teams. And everybody's fighting for something. So it's going to be important that we are refreshed. We're re-energized and, and we're ready to go. And I think this is the point where everybody crashes. Like mentally, I, I was crashed out physically. We're all like hitting that wall of like, uh, I need a few days without seeing my teammates. And yeah. this is the this time for that. Well, shout out to you, first and foremost, for um, all that you do. I don't do I anything. Mean, you do. <laughs> You're out here uh, in Indianapolis to because you have a lot of obligations and you're, you know, you're constantly taking care of business. And I appreciate you because right now, just to pull back the curtain, <laughs> CJ McCollum just came to Lucas Oil Stadium in between my rehearsals to make this podcast happen. And that's why we're here. And I appreciate you. And we're here together in person. This is nice. This is the first time we've done the podcast. This is the first live in podcast. In person. Yeah. The first live recorded podcast. Shout <laughs> live. out to our producer. <laughs> Adi and we're all three of us are together. We're just missing Parker. Um, <laughs> but enjoy all-star and then enjoy your break i will I a much will. needed break with, with the fam i assume yeah yeah i'm gonna need that i'm gonna need some time away from basketball and then yeah. back to work lifting and getting my mind right for this last push but enjoy your break as well is there a goal are you like trying to read a book during this time watch a show uh, i read at night so i'll read tonight i'll read tomorrow night i'll actually get get some cardio in um in the next two days and then i got a lift on saturday and then i'm back on the court probably monday so I'll take a few days off and then mentally get back into it and make sure the body's right because we got it back to back. But I'll, I read at night, so I'll, I'll go through the book I'm reading now and then move on to the next one. So smart. Oh, you do. You also read before games, don't you? Sometimes you used to. I used to. Now my, my brain needs a break. <laughs> right. It's good. My brain needs a break before the game now, so I read at night. It helps me wind down. All right. Well, but maybe maybe uh, when my baby girl is like nine months, I'll start reading again before the games. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I get I get that. You yeah. got newborn brain. Newborn brain. It's cooked. It's cooked. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy All-Star Weekend in Indy and your nice hotel and your chicken sandwiches. And, you know, we'll catch up maybe in two weeks post all-star yeah we will we will travel safely and hope everyone enjoys their break and everyone enjoys all-star weekend what channels can they watch the games on espn